All right. What is up, guys? Welcome to the Creative Christian Podcast. My name is Bailey Wishart. I'm your host. And today we are going to switch some things up and do things a little bit differently. So if you're new around here, typically I'm digging into the gritty details of the intersection between creativity and Christianity with a guest in the industry. But today I am flying solo. So we are going to still dig into some conversation that aims to equip and inspire you as a creative to use your God-given gifts to point to the ultimate creator in all that you do. It's just that this time the conversation will be a little more one-sided. But this is just the beginning because I would love to continue the conversation with all of you. So be sure to leave a comment, write a review, catch up with me over on Instagram or TikTok at Creative Christian Pod to keep the conversation going. And yes, you did hear that right. We're on TikTok now. So be sure to give us a follow over there if you haven't yet. So today I wanted to hop on here and talk to you guys a little bit about feedback and criticism. And before you guys go and whip out your thesaurus on me, I do want to note that for the purpose of this podcast episode, those two words serve a similar purpose, but have very different meanings, especially as it relates to us as creatives. So let's hit up our friend Miriam Webster and we'll check out the definitions for both these words. And I want us to zero in on some key words before we discuss the differences between both. So criticism is defined as to consider the merits and demerits of and judge accordingly, to evaluate, to find fault with, or point out the faults of. Meanwhile, feedback is defined as the transmission of evaluative or corrective information about an action, event, or process to the original or controlling source, also the information so transmitted. It's a lot of words as definitions tend to be. Don't worry, we are going to break those down. And the first key word I want to point out is evaluate. So if you're an artist, you know just how essential evaluation is to your growth. In fact, if you have had maybe the opportunity to pursue a formal education in the arts, you might be having flashbacks to professor and peer critiques right now. If that's the case, I apologize for causing any sort of PTSD. I'm having a few of those flashbacks from film school right now, even a couple from my previous job as a video director at a local church, a few from my current job. Um, Even last week, I got a couple uh, and even just a few from sharing my art with my friends. And let me tell you, sometimes they're not very fun. But I'll tell you what's less fun. Looking at my projects from like 10 or so years ago and forgetting just how cringe I used to be. And while I like to think that my creative prowess grew on its own over time, I know that every step forward was probably propelled by evaluation of my work from someone that God placed in my life to push me towards excellence. And here's the thing, that push can be God-ordained even when it's coming from a worldly source. So maybe a secular university professor or even an angry YouTube commenter, as annoying as those can be. And the reason I wanted to focus first on evaluation is because one, we need it, and two, it can be obtained from both criticism and feedback. Meaning, whether we're receiving criticism or whether we're receiving feedback, we have an opportunity for growth. And that's a good thing. But let's dive into the difference between the two, because for those of us who lead creatives, uh, leaning on feedback over criticism gives us the opportunity to speak life over those we lead. So just a reminder, feedback is defined as the transmission of evaluative or corrective information about an action, event, or process to the original or controlling source. In this case, the creative, right? They're the original or controlling source of the project. And criticism is defined as to consider the merits and demerits of and judge accordingly, evaluate to find fault with or point out the faults of. So evaluation can be given to a creative using one of two delivery methods, feedback or criticism. 
And honestly, that's really the main difference between the two words that we're diving in on today. It's just the delivery. And so two keywords I want to highlight from our definition of criticism are judge and fault. While we're giving or receiving criticism, the main message is centered around weakness and the focus is on what we don't want to see. And sometimes the conversation can get difficult because, yeah, if I'm giving feedback to a teammate who say they've decided to caption their entire video using Comic Sans, I very much don't want to see that font. And that needs to be communicated. But criticism can tear down. Feedback, on the other hand, can build up. In fact, I want to add a little caveat to our definition of feedback. So here at the Creative Christian Podcast, we're going to define feedback as the transmission of evaluative or corrective information about an action, event, or process by appealing to its God-given potential. So that opens up a whole new avenue in our Comic Sans example, right? Instead of me saying, hey, have you been living under a rock? That typeface has been the biggest meme in design circles for years. I can shift my focus from what I don't want to see to what I do want to see. And what I do want to see is my teammate and their project reach their God-given potential. So it can go a little something like this. I can say, hey, great work on the video. I can tell you put a lot of thought and effort into it. I know you're going to want people to focus on the content you've worked hard to put together. And I think if we change the captions font, we can keep people focused on what you're trying to communicate. Right now, I'm a little distracted. Why don't we look through a few simpler font options to find the right one to match the tone for this video? So you see the difference? Criticism is quick and easy, but feedback can take time, thought, and effort. And in a get-it-done-now culture like ours, it's pretty easy to cut that corner. But I want to throw out a challenge to our Creative Christian Pod family. How different would our teams look if we were invested in delivering our evaluations in a way that builds our teammates up? How confident would they be to take the lead on the next project or take the next step to grow in their craft or even more importantly, take the next step to grow in their faith? And I got to tell you guys, the greatest leaders I've served have been committed to giving me honest feedback. They're not the ones that shy away from the pain points to avoid hurting my feelings, but also their focus is on seeing me reach my potential, not focusing on the negatives. And that's made all the difference, not only in my career, but also in my faith. And with that being said, while we all want to be leaders that lean more towards feedback than criticism, that doesn't necessarily mean that we ourselves are exempt from experiencing criticism. Wish it were true. Unfortunately, it's not that black and white. And for me, learning that everyone was not going to say everything to me perfectly all the time was a pretty painful lesson for me to learn. And it's a lesson that demands to be observed on a regular basis for me as a professional in the creative field. So whether we're working in the corporate field or the church industry, whether we charge for our services or we're volunteers, if we are submitting some form of creative work as a service to someone else, they are well within their rights as our clients to deliver an evaluation and ask for changes. Yes, even if our client is our church and even if we're doing it for free. And we should want that. Any opportunity to better serve our client's vision is an opportunity to serve them in a Christ-like way. But that doesn't always mean that the person on the other end of that evaluation is going to deliver their message perfectly. And what I don't want is for us to come away from this conversation with the perspective that we only respond to feedback or if we're instead receiving criticism, our leaders don't care about us. That's not true. And there have been so many times where my true intention is to give genuine and honest feedback and it ends up sounding a lot like criticism. And there have been times that I've needed to clarify my desire to see my teammates grow and apologize for the way I worded things and reaffirm the potential I see in them because my initial conversation with them didn't go the way that I'd hoped. 
And so that's that's the downside of giving and receiving feedback via fallen sinful people is that we are imperfect. And this is where we have to respond to every evaluative circumstance with humility, prayer, and discernment. So humility is to tamper down the pride that wells up inside us when our hard work is challenged. Prayer is to invite the Lord into the conversation and pour out grace on both sides. And discernment is to receive the true feedback that might be nestled within the criticism so that you can continue to learn and grow despite maybe the less than ideal method of delivery. And that grace I was talking about is so key, you guys, because asking the Lord for grace with yourself is paramount to ensuring that your identity doesn't slip from where it belongs. You're first and foremost a child of the king, and you're chosen to reflect God's creative nature. Your identity is not in what you produce. It's in who you are. And the more we root ourselves in that truth, the more we'll be able to view criticism as an opportunity for growth, not an attack on who we are. And offering that grace to those sharing with us gives us the opportunity to think the best, not the worst about our leaders. It keeps the relationship centered around trust, growth, and a genuine desire to see your project reach its potential. And let me tell you guys, there is nothing the enemy loves more than to keep us from being effective in whatever form of ministry we're called to. And for us as creatives, that's using our gifts creatively, right? So when God places people in our life to spur us on towards fulfilling our potential, naturally the enemy is going to try and twist that, try to keep us stuck, stagnated, or even worse, turn us away from what helps us. And that can mean driving a wedge between relationships by causing us to focus on what we think others say wrong versus focusing on maybe the heart and intention behind the message. That can mean keeping us focused on how we failed versus focusing on the potential that we have yet to unlock. And that also can mean keeping our eyes focused downward on ourselves versus focused upward on Jesus and forward on the race that he set for us to run. And so the challenge for us as creatives is to hear criticism and not let it tear us down, but instead do these three things. So number one, we got to preach the gospel to ourselves. And that might seem like a pretty strange place to start, but I promise you it's the foundation for moving forward from criticism well. And the gospel shows us that fault and imperfection are just a part of being human. And Jesus takes on the weight of perfection so that we don't have to strive anymore. But first, we got to admit that we aren't perfect in the first place, which is rough, let me tell you. Uh, but that means that when fault is found with us, it doesn't have to be a big deal, and it doesn't have any say in who we are. When we preach the gospel to ourselves daily, we can stay rooted in the identity given to us by a perfect Savior that won't shake when the winds blow. So that's the first thing. The second challenge for us as creatives is to receive the feedback that's buried within the criticism. So even the harshest criticism stems from someone's evaluation of your work. And where evaluation is, opportunity for growth typically is as well. That means even when the focus of the evaluation is centered around what's wrong, it's up to us to flip that statement on its head and figure out where it has the potential to go right. And again, this is why it's so key to be a leader that opts toward feedback over criticism, because it can be notoriously difficult to find the good in statements that are centered around the bad. We typically want to try and give the types of evaluations that we ourselves want to receive. But if there's the slightest bit of truth and honest evaluation buried within a critique, we don't want to miss out on an opportunity to fulfill our potential because we don't like the way it's delivered. And to be honest, that's kind of like throwing out a perfectly good Christmas gift just because you don't like the wrapping paper. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but when we are so focused on maybe what's on the outside, there could be something really, really good on the inside that we're missing. But sometimes what's inside does match what's on the outside. And that's where we get to the third thing we need to do, and that's to get rid of the crap. 
And there's a reason why this is the last item on this list, because criticism needs to be filtered first through us laying down our pride and rooting ourselves firmly in our identity. And second, through a careful evaluation of whether there's any truth buried beneath the surface of the statement. And if after all that, we're looking at a statement that either speaks against the identity the Lord has established for us, or doesn't offer any truthful or useful insight on how we can step forward into our potential, then we can just let it go. And sometimes criticism isn't just misguided feedback. Sometimes it's delivered with a specific aim to discourage us from becoming the creatives God wants us to be. And so I want to challenge us just to let those go. Toss them in the trash. Don't look back. We've been commissioned by the King of Kings to reflect his creative nature to a world desperate for a savior. There's no room for discouragement where we're going. So let's preach the gospel to ourselves, discern the truth on how we can grow and mature as creatives, and leave the crap the enemy tries to discourage us with behind us. I honestly think that although it's going to be a challenge, we as a whole Creative Christian Pod family, we can do it. And I'm excited for us because I think we're going to step into a whole new season of receiving feedback and becoming the creatives that we were designed to be. And with that, I just want to thank you guys for listening to today's episode of the Creative Christian Podcast. It's our first solo edition. It's a brand new format. And so I hope this episode encouraged you in some way. And don't you worry, we've got great episodes with some awesome guests on their way soon. And in fact, in just two weeks, I'm excited to have my good friend, Roderick Jones, a leader on the creative team over at Hope Church Movement, joining us on the show. And trust me, his episode is one you're not going to want to miss. Rod gets real with the struggles he's endured in his life and how the outlet God provided him in his art has turned into a mission to reach college students with the gospel. Again, that's dropping in two weeks, so don't miss it. And if you've been enjoying the content we've been producing here at the Creative Christian Podcast, please don't forget to rate and review the show. It's the number one way to get our encouragement in front of other creatives just like you. I can't wait to catch up with you guys again next time. And until then, keep creating.